Hi there, I'm your host Jack Bull and welcome to the Hole in One Golf Podcast and also welcome to Series 2, the Greatest Goats of Golf Legend Series where we'll talk in more detail about some of the greatest legends of the game of golf and share some of their stories. Please do reach out to me in any of the links listed below in the show notes if you would like me to cover a particular legend or story. Please also remember to follow the Hole in One Golf Podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. I'd be extremely grateful if you could also rate the podcast and share the links with all of your friends and encourage them to listen as well, as this will really help build our community and help add more stories, which is the aim of the podcast. In The Greatest Goats, episode two, we'll take a look at Lee Trevino, who is one of the true greats of golf and a real character. Lee Trevino was a self-taught player who had gone on, go on to win an incredible six major championships, including the US Open, US PGA and British Open twice each and only the Masters tournament eluded him which he actually boycotted three times due to not seeing eye to eye with the chairman Clifford Roberts and it's also been said that he didn't enjoy the course or the country club atmosphere and he neither enjoyed playing the course. The Masters is the only major venue that remains the same each year. We'll also be joining this episode by golf professional Alistair Jones who is attached to the famous Preston Trail Golf Course in Dallas, Texas, USA, where Lee Trevino is a member. And it's there that Alistair tells a wonderful story of when he met Lee Trevino. Although Lee Trevino stands around five foot seven inches in height, he's incredibly strong and you often hear him mention that he was very sneaky long. Trevino was a self-taught player and he would also give pros and amateurs great tips. Trevino was famously a great shot maker and commonly hit a controlled fade. He was quoted as saying that you can talk to a fade, but a hook don't want to listen. In Harvey Pennock's Little Red Golf book, titled Lessons and Teachings from a Lifetime in Golf, which is a wonderful book, the story is titled Stay Behind the Ball. He starts saying all great champions move their heads somewhat and they also stay behind the ball. To stay behind it, you have to get behind it. And when one of his students plays with Lee Trevino on a par three, he hits a decent 30 feet shot to short the pin. Trevino tossed another ball onto the green and said, hit it again, but this time don't move your head forward. The player said he's been trying and couldn't. Trevino said, read my lips, don't move your head forward. Lee is watching. The player was impressed with this and had another swing this time with a draw, 10 feet past the pin. Lee said, I've created a monster. Trevino was known to be a great hustler. And he once said, pressure is playing for $5 when you only have $2 in your pocket. The story of Trevino's second British Open win is wonderfully told on the British Open website, theopen.com listed below. And it reads as follows. When it comes to Lee Trevino's win at Muirfield in 1972, it's hard to pick just one shot out. The man they called the Merry Max produced moment of magic after moment of magic throughout his weekend and becoming the first man to claim back-to-back -back wins at the Open since Arnold Palmer. His short game had by then become the best in the world. And to hold off a charging Jack Nicklaus, who was on for a grand slam that year, and home favorite Jacqueline and needed to be, he, he held a scarcely believable five chips from off the green during that wonderful week at Muirfield, a course Trevino had never been to before. But there is one that everyone remembers. 
The final round at Muirfield could not have been more beautifully poised. Nicholas was making a customary Sunday charge from six shots back, while Jacqueline and Trevino in the final pairing were involved in a match play battle for the ages. Trevino had been on the ropes a number of times that week against the Englishman, who was being ruled on by the British support. It had taken an astonishing back nine in the third round for Trevino to keep pace. He bid he'd hold 14, 15, 16, 17 and 18 to shoot 30 on the back nine. And that included two absurd chips, one from the bunker that bounced once and plopped straight into the hole and one on 18 from the fringe that took him to the final day on a high. All that meant that on the tee box at 17 in the final round, Trevino and Jacqueline were tied at six under with Nicholas in the clubhouse a shot behind. It's your open, Tony, said Lee Trevino. What unfolded from then on has gone down in golf and folklore. The gods had been smiling on Trevino all weekend, but when his tee shot found a bunker on the par 17th, it appeared his fun was at an end. Trevino had to hack his way to the rough behind the green in four, while the composed Jacqueline was just short of the green in two. Trevino was all at sea to save his par, while Jacqueline needed to get up and down for his beardy. A two-shot swing looked on the cards, but what happened next will never be forgotten by all who saw it, least of all Tony Jacqueline, who admitted his career was never the same after this defeat. Trevino had already metaphorically handed the title to Jacqueline on the walk to the green. It's your open, Tony, he said. Mind games? They didn't call him the Merry Max for nothing. Trevino loved to steer the pot, but he could walk the walk as well as talk the talk. And as he remembered afterwards, let me tell you something, my chili was hot. I was mad, but I hadn't quit. I chipped in five times that week. The one on 17 was the killer. Jacqueline Sid was, was left much shorter than he would have liked, including Trevino. Indeed, Trevino was probably closer, but from off the green, so the Englishman waved him through. Then without much hesitation on a downhill line out of thick rough, Trevino produced the deftest of touches from the most difficult of lies. The ball skipped, bounced and rolled on the bait Muirfield turf and found its way into the cup. Trevino had run out of celebrations by this point. His latest miracle left him momentarily stunned, where in round three, he had pumped fists and thrown his clubs in celebration. Somehow Trevino had saved his par, but Jacqueline had a 15 footer for his beardy, which would have still put him in the outright lead. However, his head was clearly still swimming. His putt went three foot past the hole and then as the tension ratcheted up, his return for par didn't even hit the hole. Almost inexplicably, Trevino was now a shot clear when it looked like he would be at least one shot down playing 18. Jacqueline did not recover, bogeying 18 to end up third in the end, while Trevino now had a Muirfield win to add to his big Dale triumph the year before. Before 1972, Trevino had never set foot on the course at Muirfield, but by the time he left it, it was clear he was a fan's favourite, and more importantly, he had Lady Luck on his side as well. Later at the 1975 Western Open, Trevino was hit by lightning, and the injuries would affect his golf for the rest of his career. After that happened, a famous quote from Lee Trevino was when he said that in the thunderstorm, he would hold up a one iron as not even God can hit a one iron. My top three Trevino quotes are firstly, there are two things that won't last long in this world. 
and that's dogs that chase cars and pros, pros that put out for par. Trevino was also known to be a great hustler and once said pressure is playing for $5 when you only have $2 in your pocket. But my favorite quote of Trevino is, I've been hit by lightning. I've been in the Marine Corps for four years. I've traveled the world. I've been about everywhere you can imagine. There's nothing I'm scared of except my wife. Famously, Jack Nicholas once said that Lee Trevino simply didn't know how good he actually was. Next up is Alistair Jones's great story of the time he met the great Trevino himself. Yeah. I can't believe this, but the biggest name is, um, is Trevino. Wow. Uh, yeah, he's, he's a uh, legendary, like, yeah, that's amazing. Not a bad player. Yeah. So do you um, met him a few times now then? Do you see him a bit there? Or? So, I mean, it, I've gotten used to it now because, you know, you're around these people every day. So it just becomes comfortable. <laughs> but I just remember the first time, you know, at work and I just think that that's Lee Trevino, you know, that's oh God, Lee yeah, Trevino. I know, I'd be the same. You would, yeah. <clears throat> What's and it like to be he, around though? Is it just like an aura of, you know, like you're one of the greatest, aren't you? So, you know, what's it like? Well, I mean, he's just, he's incredible because he wants to talk to everybody and he's got yeah. stories. And he's exactly like you'd expect. Oh, really? You know, he's, yeah. He just lights up the room as soon as he yeah, yeah. walks in. Um, and so my so first time meeting him at work and I, I probably, I was just starstruck. And he came out the the range at Preston Trail, like Porth Call is mm. uh, is two sided, so you got the south and north and the south T box, and he went down the north side, which actually is the far side, yeah. to a corner um, under a tree in the shade. Yeah. Um, so off the sort of T box, and I was working in in the back sort of workshop there. And looking out and and just sort of staring there and just watching him hit it, yeah. And I was just watching him hit, and I sort of had one of these moments where I thought, well, what I really want to do is is sort of watch him close, you know, yeah, rather than just sort of peering around the corner <laughs> through the window. And so I just sort of crept out. I thought, okay, so what I could do is just keep on doing what I'm doing at work, get on with what I'm doing, and and miss this opportunity it's to watch you know Mr. Torino I hope you wouldn't mind but yeah. I, I would love you love to just sort of stand and watch you hit a few a few oh, balls I hope I'm not intruding sort yeah. of thing and he sort of he looked at me and, and there was a, a brief pause to think yeah. that oh my goodness I've, I've just invaded this guy's <laughs> practice session. Oh my God. He said, intrude, boy, what are you talking about? Come on in, let me show you what I'm doing. Oh, wow. And so wow. he then gave, gave me a clinic. So it <laughs> must have been close, close oh to an hour. But it was this oh personal clinic. And he said, let me, let me show you this one. This is what I do to hit, you know, a low draw or a high fade. Oh, wow. And he just explained that's it. That's priceless, and, isn't it? That's incredible. I think actually he got quite a big kick out of it because I was so yeah, struck and enthusiastic yeah. <laughs> about it and, you know, really engaged with what he was doing. Wow, um, that's incredible. And so I think he, he, you know, he loves that sort of stuff and, and you know, being the, 
being the man, if you like. Is he still, um, he's still, I'd imagine, is he still quite competitive, you know, like, and is he still sort of like playing for money or, you know? Uh, I mean, he's actually, he just turned 80 last November, Jack. So, um, and and he's he's had, <laughs> he is getting on in terms of his, his knees and his he's back. He's been forever, isn't he? Like, I, he's just been amazing. so actually, he looks incredible. Does he? Um, he doesn't look like he's 80. You, yeah, yeah. You, I was very shocked to hear oh, that wow. he just turned 80 last year. Wow. Um, but watch, it's just, it's one of those things you don't really know what to expect. And he certainly hasn't got the speed um, that he, he once yeah, had when yeah. he was in his prime. I mean, he's 80 years, for God's sake. Um, but his control over the golf ball is just mind-blowing really? i mean he literally makes the golf ball talk and yeah <laughs> i'd only sort of seen um you know footage of, of when he was when he was younger winning all these majors and and what have you but mm. he plays there's no one else like him in that he plays golf as if it's a moving ball, as if he was playing tennis. So he he'd be he was he'd be talking to you, as and almost looking at you while he's explaining <laughs> what shot he's gonna hit, and his feet are moving as he's hitting it, and he's still shuffling into. So and and so I asked him, uh, you know, about that. That yeah, you know how he sort of keeps moving almost as he's hitting it. Yeah, yeah. And he said, well, what he does is he always aims left. And the, he, he, and the, the trick is that his movement is not random. It's the same every time. Right. So it's almost got the same rhythm to it. And he shuffles in the same way. So it's not just, it has the appearance of being random, yeah. but it's not. But what he says he does, he, he aims off to the left. So yeah. open. But by the time he's wound up shuffling and moving around, he's actually moved square into a spot sure. where he can hit a spot. Wow. So basically <laughs> what he says, he lines up off yeah, yeah. and then as he's sort of getting ready to go, he, he his last step, if you like, is, yeah. is to a place that he wants to be to hit it. <laughs> wow, that's incredible. It's just like nobody teaches that, nobody does that. Is, is he basically just self-taught how he's just so good? Like Completely self-taught. That's incredible. And just had uh, basically learned to play, um, you know, in 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 Mexico yeah. and in El Paso and off, you know, um, places where he just figured out how to get the ball in the hole. Um, wow. The only one that comes, That's I suppose, incredible. close modern day yeah. is is Bubba. Um, Bubba Watson, yeah. Bubba Watson, yeah. But he, I, I don't think Bubba. Before hitting it, I know his foot movement is yeah. crazy through the ball. 
he he doesn't quite do, but he's got the similar yeah, this manner in fun. terms of aiming open, obviously yeah. as a left hander, aiming um, aiming right for him. Um, but he sort of does shuffle in a shuffle. similar way to Dabino, and and again self taught. So I, wow, you know, but it it's um, it is it that was I never forget that private um, sort of, and actually since then. Um, you know, he sort of remembered who I was as oh, the person yeah, that he yeah. the career. So that's even even more sort of special. And wow. you know, he always says, "Hey, I'm going to hit hit balls for ten minutes. Come, you know, you should come watch yeah. now." Just Man, you know, because he knows that's some amazing opportunity, isn't it? Like you know, I don't think many people are going to get that. Um, that's funny that you the way you described it. Like it's amazing, but um, it it, re- it kind of reminds me of some stories I read about Trevino where he'll he's playing with an amateur. And he's like, oh, hey, what you want to do is, and the amateur's hitting a, a cut, you know, a weak cut missing the green. And then the next hole, he's like, hey, come here, pull it back in your stance a little bit. I want you to commit, you know, like really um, commit through the ball. And then the next hole, the amateur's hitting like this real nice draw. And he's like, and I thought, oh, what, you know, I, I wonder if it's like that. And it sounds like that's exactly what it's like, you know, that he can just move the ball around. Get so I suppose, you know, in, in modern day teaching, um, you know, Torino, you know, doesn't have the, the modern approach. It is all what he has learned over the years and little tricks. Um, and, you know, he's got some very strong opinions on and yeah. But a lot of what he says is what works for him, for him yeah, and what yeah. he does. Um, which does translate. I mean, my goodness me, who, who am I to say, you know, that a six-time major winner is, is, <laughs> is what he does is wrong, but it's, I know what you it's mean, just yeah, it's not, the, not the, for everybody. It's not universal. Yeah. Um, you know, and like a lot of... Like, because he was a hustler as well, and he? he was just like a real self talk oh, yeah. I remember reading in like Golf World and stuff, it would be, oh, Trevino said, if you want to hit a little draw, you know, like just tighten your left knuckle or something like that and, and then yeah. I'm, I'm sneaky long and stuff like that little yeah. quotes because he's not a massive yeah. guy is he like he was he's he's not a huge guy is he like no no he's um i mean he's he's very very strong he's squat yeah, yeah, you know strong, yeah. uh, but no in terms of height no probably not m- much more than five nine five ten the max um but yeah he's got some sort of great quotes i'm trying to remember one which um so one of the yeah one of the quotes i like from him is he says he says now he says the older i get the better better i used to be (laughs) (laughs) the older i get the better i used to be yeah better and better and better more of a legend (laughs) that's incredible man it's true though right it's probably true like he's um and he, he comes in and he, he absolutely loves to chat and oh, um, yeah, cool. we haven't we haven't seen much of him during this uh, yeah. this virus stuff, which is probably a probably a good thing. Um, but I'm sure when it when it's all over, we'll uh, we'll see more of him in oh, that shady spot under the tree. Legend.